another what's the 411 episode how are you all doing so last week i'm gonna do what's the 411 what had happened was i don't know i recorded it and i could not find it i really could not find the video that i recorded i have so much stuff on my cloud that i literally had to literally set up folders so it's okay because last week was halloween i know many of you all was out I went out. <laughs> I was like a ninja. But like when I went there, everybody was like getting real Katara vibes. I had my, you know, my two buns, you know, and the chopsticks. Like, baby, I was giving them. Like, as always. So if you guys follow me on Instagram at Kelly got the form one, follow me there so you'll be able to keep up with me. Um, I seen on some videos where people are like, oh my God, you know, I like your hair. Oh my God, I like your makeup. If you actually go there on my Instagram and just DM me something, I will get back to you. But normally I try to tag things as much as I can. So my actual Instagram, Kelly got the phone on one in my bio. That's my personal page um, where I just post pictures of myself and like stuff that I wear and tag them. So make sure you guys follow me on social media. I always forget to say that. But I hope you all are doing well. Y'all, we have like two more months for the year. Like, what? Baby, October came and gone. October came and gone. Y'all, like, oh my God. Daylight savings is, is, is here, okay? By the time you all watch this, it'll be daylight savings. I don't know what part of the world you all are watching this in, but I'm here in Georgia, and we have daylight savings. So, it's already starting to get dark around 5 o'clock, which is very depressing. I don't like driving at night, so I like to hurry up and get home. But, hope you guys are doing well and you guys are getting ready for the holidays. So, you guys, I have a few like special episodes that I'm going to be working on for the rest of the year, like maybe one or two. So, make sure you subscribe so you can watch other segments instead of what's the phone one. Okay? So, you guys, we're going to go ahead and get into it now. I actually think I'm going to be starting doing What's the 411 shows on Sunday. Um, I wanted to let you all know that because what I've noticed is that me having these shows come up on Saturdays, a lot of things seem to happen on Friday nights and Saturdays. So if I'm able to be able to get these shows to you on Sundays at noon, I think that I'll be able to truly give you all the 411 of the week. What we know, the most disturbing news that has just recently happened was the Travis Scott Astro World concert, well, festival concert that has killed, um, apparently, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it has been confirmed 11 people now. The total could rise because a lot of people were injured. So please keep track of the news if you want to know how many people was actually killed, but hundreds of people was injured. Now, Astro World is something that Travis Scott does. If you all don't know, Travis Scott concerts are very, very wow. They're big on the mosh pits and pushing, and that's what they do. But he's not the only artist who actually condones it. Lil Uzi does and Party does, okay? So each of these artists, when you go to their shows, they have a different type of thing. Now, what I've heard from 
heavy, heavy Travis Scott fans is that he actually encourages people to actually do mosh pits, to, you know, jump and push and jump on stuff. He actually encouraged that. And what you actually saw from the clips on Twitter, okay? Because there's been a lot of speculation currently. Um, there's been speculation from people who was not there. There's been um, people who have given their opinion, who actually were there, who actually experienced. And also, the Houston PD has been doing their own investigation, all right? But I think that this situation right here is so unfortunate. And I'm going to be honest with y'all. I feel some kind of way towards Travis Scott and his team because all I've been seeing currently from them is the blame game. Like, just, it hasn't even been like a, it wasn't even more than 24 hours. And this is coming out. Oh, this, like, yes, the crowd is always responsible for these situations, especially when it's a stampede. When you have that many people close together, they're suffocating one another, right? And when people can't breathe, their first reaction, if they don't actually know what to do, is to panic. So, let's ask ourselves, why are these festivals having 50,000 people there? Why do they not have the type of festivals to maybe... Make sure that everybody has at least six feet distant, right? Because COVID is still out there. That's one thing that we can say. But people were jumping the fence. People entered that festival who did not even purchase a ticket. Many people entered that festival with book bags that were not checked. Okay. Now, a responsible party, an event, right, would say, you know what, no, 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 we need to shut this down. We got people in here that we don't even know where they come from. We, this is just an responsible event would have done that, right? They would have canceled it last minute, right? Because everybody's safety is on the line. But instead, the show kept going. Because the show kept going, People die. <coughs> Mostly teenagers. A 10 year old died. Now, I'm not judging anybody in this situation but Travis and his team. And a lot of you all are saying it's not Travis' fault. Yeah, Travis was not out there contributing. But your name is on that flyer. So that makes you responsible, right? Your team planned this entire event. Security. Your name is on this event. So your team was responsible. But, keyword, Travis Scott's team. So that makes him liable. Just let's let's use an example. Let's say you host an Airbnb house party, right? You have a party, people show up at the party that you didn't even invite. Instead of shutting that party down, you say, hey, what's a few people gonna hurt? Somebody there ended up having a gun, people end up getting shot and killed, right? 
Now, you rented this Airbnb, right? Okay. So, when you look at a situation like that, who do you think they're going to blame? You didn't have the gun, right? You didn't kill anybody in there, but what? It was your party. You threw that event. So, that makes you liable. So, look at that situation like that and compare it to this. It's no different, right? You have a party. Did you have security? Did you make sure people were safe? Hmm? It's the same situation. So, you cannot say that, oh, this is not Travis Scott's fault. Those people was pushing and they was on top of drugs. Yeah. That's normally what happens when there's a stampede. But when you encourage the crowd to jump and, 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 and do mosh pit, when you encourage that, when you keep going on with the music, when you see people are screaming for help, if you as the artist, the headlining artist, can't see, somebody else saw. And somebody else could have ended it right then. Lights out. The show would not go on if you all don't stop pushing. All right? See, I want you all to understand that when it comes to your favorite artists, a lot of you all said, I would have stopped the show. When I seen people was screaming for help, I would have stopped the show. Understand this. I'm compassionate and I have a heart. You may be compassionate and you have a heart. Everybody ain't built with a heart. Everybody don't give up about you. I care about you. I care about myself. I care about human life. And I believe in doing the right thing, right? Everybody don't have that type of heart as you. And I think situations like this showed that not just Travis Scott, but a lot of these artists, they've gotten to a place in their life where they're here. They're here. They have met the peak of success. And you all down here are exactly that, down here. And how do people who are up here normally treat people down here? Like dirt. And that's how they treated these people whose bodies was on the ground being tumbled over. There's been all types of speculations. One, I'm saying that people was, somebody was injecting people with, with drugs. That's what the Houston PD says. But let me tell you something. When somebody like Kyle, um, Kylie Jenner is your baby mama, and we know how their family is with PR, I don't trust anything. I don't, let me tell you, I, I appreciate the Houston PD for what they're doing, but I need the, where the FBI? Where the FBI? Because you normally can't bribe the FBI with money and fame. Where is the FBI? I think that the Houston PD, they have been very helpful, but it's time to move aside and actually let the FBI come in and really investigate what's happened. There's also been, you know, speculation that it was um, Stampede. Yes, of course. When you have that many people, when you have that many people in one spot, it's bound to happen. I hear y'all saying, Oh, that's why I don't go out. That's why I'm a homebody. That's why I don't go to places. Let me tell you something. You cannot live your life in fear. Okay, you can go to the grocery store. 
and something can happen. They'll be mass shootings at grocery stores. Ariana Grande, who is a pop star, who makes some of the best happy music ever. One of my favorite artists was victim to a terrorist attack. What did her team do? They took responsibility, even though she didn't have anything to do with that. That was a terrorist attack. Okay? Things like this happen at religious events. Okay? When so many thousands of people gathered together, one of the biggest ones um, that has happened, um, I think it's called the Hajjah. Make sure you guys Google that. What is the biggest um, stampede, the deadliest stampede um, in the world? Actually, Google that. There was a documentary somewhere that I seen on YouTube about it. If you guys want it, let me know in the comments and I'll let you know what it about. These things can happen anywhere. So you saying, oh, this one, you don't go out. This one's in the house. You cannot let life pass you by. Every time something like this happens, we got to hear from the people that say, this one, you don't go out. Let's keep it real. You wasn't going out before the pandemic. You don't go out because you're socially awkward. Some of us enjoy going out, getting out for fresh air, making memories. And you can literally be asleep in an earthquake hitting 2 a.m. in the morning and kill your ass. So bad things happen everywhere. Instead of living in fear, what we need to do is be aware. Always be aware of what's going on. That's what we need to start teaching our kids is not to live in fear. Because children need to get out and socialize. Children need to go out and, and be around other people and make memories for themselves and enjoy life because this life is short. But you need to teach kids and even teach yourselves as adults to be aware of what's going on. I feel blessed that I'm able to have an intuition. Y'all, I have been in so many situations in life where I could have been raped. I could have been dead, but my intuition literally steered me out of trouble. I think back on so many situations like, oh my God, like what if? Because I've been in certain situations where just my intuition kicked in and told me something's not right. And I got out of those situations. So we have to learn how to be aware, not live in fear. I really hope that Travis Scott team takes um, accountability of this. There's also been speculation, you all, where people are saying that there was a sacrifice. Look here. I don't like to say too much on this, especially on public platforms, but I want you all to understand that this is a dark, dark, dark world that we live in. And there are such things as sacrifices, right? This situation, we're not quite sure. But before I go on to the next topic, I want you all to keep this mental note. Travis Scott just released a song called Escape Plan. Oh, prayers to the to the ones that was lost last night. We're actually working right now to identify the families so we can help assist them through this tough time. You know, my fans, my fans, like my fans, really mean the world to me, and I always just really want to leave them with a positive experience. And any time I can make out, you know, anything that's going on, you know, I, you know, I stop the show and. You know, help them get the help they need. You know, um, I could just never imagine the severity of the situation. Uh, we've been working closely. Uh, we've been working closely with everyone to just try to get to the bottom of this. The city of Houston, HPD, fire department. You know, everyone to, uh, you know, help us, help us figure this out. So if you, if you have any information, um, you know, please just contact your local authorities. Um, 
everybody continue to just keep your prayers. Next. <laughs> Kanye West was on Drink Champs and he just been running. Kanye been running his mouth as usual. So he talked about the whole Drake beef and situation like that and I actually really agree with Kanye on this about how disrespectful Drake can be, especially kind of insinuating that he slept with his wife. I think that Kanye has every right to feel some type of way. And I feel like any real man out there will feel Kanye on this situation, even if you might not care for Kanye West and the things that he does. But as a man, when you try to insinuate that you slept with somebody's wife, yeah, it's beef. You know what I'm saying? I think uh, one of the things that he also said about Drake is how Drake is one of those people that like to strategize their beef. I think Drake is definitely a strategizer. He's a Scorpio, and they like to sit around and plan particular things. They like this is like chess to them. When you have somebody like Kanye, who's a Gemini, who's very spontaneous, they they react and think later. Typical, 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 typical Gemini. They react first. They don't do much thinking. Person like Drake. They sit down and plot and think. So when you have situations like that, normally the person that actually puts thought behind stuff, stuff normally comes out winning. And I feel like Drake, you know, he's petty. He's definitely petty. And he always wins these type of beats because he's very strategic. He's a smart man. He sits around. Kanye is just irrational, you know? He's irrational. But when you have somebody like Kanye who is irrational, those be the type of people who are some of the realest people because they are giving you their first reaction, right? A person who sits down and plan what they're going to say, plan what they're going to do, plan how they're going to move this, they have ways to manipulate the situation, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? And Kanye also talked about how Kim Kardashian, you know, is allegedly dating Pete Davis. Oh, my God. Why is this man getting out of the bed? I, I do not. Let me tell you something. Pete Davidson, he just, I just don't, I don't see it. I don't see, I don't see what these girls see in him. He must got a big old thing. He must got that thing in his pants. He gotta, he gotta have that thing in his pants. I'm trying to figure out how is he able to pull baddies like Ariana Grande and Kim Kardashian. Like, what is it? Like, well, I, I need to know. I need to know what it is. But, you know, they're alleging that Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson have been seen leaving the hotels and seen leaving dinner. And Kim is moving on with her life. Let me tell you something about Kanye. This is how you know Kanye is a narcissist. Kanye been dealing with this girl, this, this skinny supermodel. He was dealing with her, literally, okay? Now that Kim has been spotted with somebody, okay? And honestly... A part of me don't even believe that Kim is really messing with him. I honestly feel like this is a PR stunt. I honestly feel like this is a PR stunt. And I feel like Kim dealing with Pete Davidson, it, it, dealing with a guy like Pete, Pete Davidson will really piss Kanye off. And I feel like this is all like PR. I really feel like this is, I'm not going to sit up and believe that Kim is laying up with Pete Davidson. I'm not. Especially, it's, Especially Kim, girl, we know, girl, we, girl, we know you like them chocolate. Kim love her own man, dingo, girl. Uh-uh, I don't believe it, but it has set Kanye off. But Kanye is a narcissist because one of my saying, oh, you dealing with that supermodel chick, but now Kim is 
you know, allegedly dealing with somebody. All of a sudden, it's like, yeah, yeah, they're trying to ruin a family. My kids don't want to see us a voice. It's like, oh, I ain't even get no papers. Can you stop that line? You know, dog, I'm that lady gave you them papers. Stop that line. She gave you them papers. You probably ain't open them. But stop sitting up here and lying and acting like, oh, you don't know anything about a divorce and your kids. Honey, I've said this many a times. I like Kanye as an artist, but I really want Kim to just move on with her life and have some peace. I really want Kim to move on with her life and have some peace and take care of her babies and just be happy. So, y'all, we're going to keep Kim in our prayers because Kanye is a handful. Literally. Summer Walker released her album, Still Over It, you all. I listened to the entire album once. Every song, everything. And it was a really good album. But, I... It's not... Uh, it's not the type of album that I I don't think I'm going to go back and listen to it over and over again because I'm in a place in my life where I'm not hurt I'm not heartbroken I don't have any emotional attachment to any of my exes like my heart is literally like there, like she's there like she's full, she's not aching she doesn't have any bruises so I'm not heartbroken so listening to Still Over It it was a really good album, but I can't relate. I was just sitting there listening like, I can't relate. I don't feel anything. I feel like if I was hurt, um, especially I think when she put out that last album over it, I definitely was feeling something for somebody that I once cared about. So it really, like, it, it hit me. But I'm not in a place in my life where I can't relate. I've been there. I've been there. I've been there before. Don't get me wrong. I've been there. But right now, I don't feel anything in my heart. Nobody has a hold over me to make me sit there and be like, mmm, same, bitch. I don't, uh, you know. So, hopefully, you know, if I ever get heartbroken again, okay, I'm going to run back to still over it because I know some are going to touch me. But it was a really, really good album where she pretty much... It was like her musical diary talking about some of the things that she went with with London on the track. You guys know who London is. He is a top producer, literally. And he is her baby daddy. And they have had so much stuff going on because he has... Yeah, he has three other baby mamas. Okay. Had to think about it because she does have a song called Fourth Baby Mama. Speaking of Fourth Baby Mama, she took some shots at London and how his mom did a horrible job with him. <laughs> she just that yo when I heard that song for baby mama I was like yo his mama gonna have to his mama gonna have to fight her like real talk like for real like if if if, <laughs> if I have a son and his baby mama like diss me like that I would definitely pull up to her house and fight her yeah for real I would <laughs> cause girl like what's good like what's good Okay, so, y'all, also, there has been this article coming out about Summer Walker's horrible, horrible, horrible contract that she signed, okay? She is signed to LVRN, which is called Love Renaissance Label, and according to the music population that she was promised an initial advance of over $110,000. And her royalty rate is only 16%, meaning that she only takes about 16 cents of every dollar home. 
and everybody's like, oh my gosh. But a lot of y'all fades to have contracts like that. Y'all, let me tell you something. And I've been in plenty of situations. I literally just turned down a situation because I felt like I was fucking, they were trying to play me. I felt, I turned down a situation because I felt like I was trying, they were trying to play me. And it's been other situations I've turned down because it didn't feel right with me. I tell people this all the time. Like, yeah, I want to be successful. Yeah, I want to be wealthy. Yeah, but not if it's going to cost me down the line. I'm not going to, I believe in myself too much to jeopardize my money and my brand further down the line and have any hiccups. So I don't mind grinding and doing the work and stuff like that and building a solid foundation for myself instead of getting it the easy way by pairing up with somebody just because they know celebrities or they can get my name in this room and pretty much finding out it's pretty much somebody I don't even I don't even own the rights to my show. You get what I'm saying? And sometimes many artists get their situation and get themselves in situations like that because they're hungry. They're hungry. They have kids. They have family. They want to take care of their kids like we all do. But they get themselves in these situations that sound good at first, but then as years go by and get bigger and bigger, you end up biting yourself in the ass. That's why it's very, very important. If you believe in yourself, when you truly, truly believe in yourself, you have to protect yourself. You have to protect yourself. And just because every person that comes to you and offer you something, that don't mean you got to take it. There are people that don't even help for me to this day because they've known there's, they have offered me opportunities and situations that I've turned down because it didn't suit me. I believe in myself too much. And as artists who are trying to make it or you kind of negotiating situations. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. When you believe in yourself, you know your worth, you're not going to just accept any bullshit, okay? And if somebody doesn't like the fact that you don't want their offer, that's okay. That's okay. Okay? So, um, that could explain why Summer Walker just seems, she just seems sometimes unhappy, you know? But... When you look at this type of deal that she offered, like, my God, wouldn't you be pressed to? Right? Next, okay. Y'all, Jada and Will, Jada and Will are getting on my nerves because they talk too much. They talk too much. And I hate situations like this where married couples let the world inside their marriage. And I'm not married, okay? So let me go ahead and make that enough for people like, yeah, I need to get married. I know. I know. But I want to get married one day. So I want a marriage where it's our marriage, right? It's okay. We can share a little advice over here and a little advice over here. But people don't need to insert themselves in our marriage. And I feel like Jada and Will, I think that Jada keep this shit off with that red table talk. They are trying to, they, I guess they're calling it being transparent and stuff like that. But I, I don't look at it as being transparent because all of the stuff that y'all are putting out here is not, it doesn't, it's not benefiting other married couples. When nobody's learning from the stuff that y'all putting out. You know, Will pretty much latest said that he told Jada, you know, it's okay for her to step outside that situation um, if she's unhappy. Okay, a lot of a lot of marriages they have those type of talks, but why do we need to know that? Why do we need to know that? Because why do we need to know that? 
And it needs to be the same people that put all their information. These celebrities, they'll run their mouths themselves. And then when people speak on it, like my sister, like, people need to mind their business. Stay out of my marriage. Bitch, we'll stay out your marriage if you keep us out of it. It's, I, I, don't, I, don't understand, I don't understand. There's a lot of couples who have situations where they give each other passes and they have open relationships. But I feel like your foundation as a marriage has to be very, very solid before you speak on things like that, okay? I think Tiana Taylor and Iman spoke on something like that about having threesomes or something like that. I think um, Candy and Todd from Real Housewives, but their marriage seems solid, you know what I'm saying? That marriage seems solid. It doesn't seem like there's no holes in it. And when you start running your mouth like that, and you got your marriage got little holes and stuff like that, then try it. Guess what comes in the holes? Water, water, and then your marriage starts drowning, drowning like the Titanic. Mm-hmm. So Will and Jada, they just talk too much. And I don't know, people love people love themselves from Jada and Will. Don't get me wrong, I love Jada as a, a, a she's a beautiful woman. She, I don't even know we should call her actress no more, but she's beautiful. I love Will, you know, he's a Libra. You know how his Libra is, we kind of go with the flow. Um, love Will Smith as an actor, he's a very positive guy. Um, I like them separately as individuals, but their marriage is just... It's just, it's just messy. It's messy. It's messy. It became messy when August Alcina pretty much talked about how he was, you know, drilling holes in Jada. And it's like, like that marriage is like, it's, it's just, it's just, as somebody who's not married, who wants to get married, I'm sitting up here like, and yes, all marriages go through things. All marriages go through things. But do you really have to run your mouth about it? Because when you're running your mouth like that, like, how does it benefit your marriage? I'm judging. Yeah. I'm judging. Yeah. I normally say I don't judge much, but this situation, I judge. I do. And I don't like it. So, sorry. I know you guys are going to be mad because everybody loves Jenna and Will. Everybody loves Jenna and Will. Jenna and Will. Ooh, couple goals. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Next, you guys, have you heard about Henry D's? football player who killed this girl in Las Vegas going 156 miles per hour. Killed this beautiful soul by the name of Tina Tenter and her dog. When I tell you, this, these type of situations really, really is so disturbing because it could have been me. It could have been you. It could have been somebody that you love. He got in a car drunk with his girlfriend and thought it was okay to go home at 56 miles per hour. Now, most people who do drink and drive, the last thing you want to do is stand out, okay? If you've been drinking and you're trying to get in the car and get home, the last thing you would think a, a smart person would do is drive the speed limit, especially when you're in a car with somebody else, okay? You're in a car with somebody else. He had a girlfriend in the car with him, and she let his drunk ass get behind the wheel, she should go to jail too. Yeah, I'm, I'm being very. This, this will take things like this very, very serious because when you have that much money, you can afford to have a car service. You can afford somebody to take you anywhere you want to go, and you got in a wheel, and we're hundred. That's split. Um, hundred fifty six down the middle. You still was going over the speed limit. And you killed this innocent girl. And what pisses me off is that people are trying to make excuses for him. This is not about race. 
This is not about race. This is about being reckless and careless. Anytime situations like this, here go people. Their brandy got break up. Okay, let, let me tell you something. Anytime you try to make an excuse for somebody who was damn near wrong and try to compare that situation to other situations when it's not the same, Caitlyn Jenner was not drunk. Brandy was not drunk. They were not going, they were not going 156 miles per hour. Those were actually accidents. This was a dumbass accident. When you are drunk and you're going down, going 156 miles per hour, what, like, what, what you wanted to race? So all of a sudden you wanted to race when you was drunk. I do not feel sorry for him. I would not keep him in my prayers. Who I will keep in my prayers is his girl, Tina Tenter, who he killed. Who literally burned, was burned alive, her and her dog. When people heard her screams, I would keep her and her family in my prayers. But somebody like Henry Ruggs, who is a millionaire, who wants to boohoo after the fact, was he really boohooing because he was hurt that he killed this girl? Or was he boohooing because he knew his career was over? I would not keep him in my prayers. Okay, that was a dumb, dumb mistake, careless and reckless, all right, and somebody died. And before you sit up here and say, oh, it was a mistake, things like this happen all the time, things like this can be avoided. Okay, and that could have been you. See, when things like this happen, there's no, there's no target. When a, a person is drunk and they get in a car, just believe it's drunk. And they get in a car and then speed the way he was speeding. There's no target. He's likely to kill anybody, including somebody that you love. So before you type up, we was a accident. Keep him in, keep him in your prayers. Think about how you will feel when the police coming to your door and telling you that uh 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 MB not even, what do you call it NFL player killed your love loved one going over 150 miles per hour. How would you feel? Exactly. Okay. So that is what's the 411. I know I don't piss y'all off this week. I know I don't piss y'all off this week. I know I don't piss y'all off this week. I know I don't piss y'all off this week. Look at y'all. Let me tell you something. I have an opinion. I say it, and I understand everybody's not going to agree with me. That's okay. I don't want y'all to agree with me all the time. I love when y'all get in these comments and tell me when you disagree, but keynote, be respectful. Be respectful of me when you disagree, because guess what? Calling me out my name being disrespectful, that's going to get you what? Huh? Come close and I can tell you. Block. All right? So I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Comment. Enter a like, and I'm going to see y'all on what? The next What's the Food Run. Love y'all so much. Hey, y'all. Just want to say thank you so much for watching the show. Hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to like, comment, share, and, of course, hit that subscription button. I am grateful for every view, whether you like me or you don't. And don't forget, I got a podcast, too. There are exclusive episodes on that podcast, so don't forget to go check that out as well. 
there on Spotify, iTunes, Our Heart Radio, Pandora. Baby, I'm everywhere, okay? And follow me on social media. I'm Kayla Got the 411 on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Tumblr. Baby, like I said, I'm everywhere. Thank you again for watching the show, and I'll see you on the next episode of Kayla Got the 411.